Oh god, I hate that <laughs> fucking trick. It's like my dad's go-to move. My dad's an alcoholic. That's why I always do this one. Smart, smart. I'm gonna. I should start. I should have learned. The takeaway from that story is I'm an idiot because I didn't learn. Thumb prevents it from going. Boom. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm stoned. All right, did anybody take notes? No, on this movie. No, because I didn't think I'd need to. Okay. No, it's pretty fresh. I think. We'll see. <laughs> I like the, uh, the, the you know, and the um, the where's the guy, the thing, you know. Yeah, also, the uh huh. Right, we'll also have it up, so like the. Oh, that's smart. That's pretty smart, yeah. He's pretty smart. I just not even fucked with my phone today. I just don't want to even face it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, boys. I don't know how I'm starting this. I'm just rolling from right there. That sounds like a plan. Hi, guys. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> what are we doing here? Oh, man. I believe got... it's called an intro. Ah, is that what these are? Theoretically. <laughs> it's not a very good one. Hypothetically. I'm the worst improv player. <laughs> you, you, you passed it to me, and I'm just like, no, nah, I don't want it. Yeah, um, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, hi, Brooks. Hi, Kyle. It's, it's Spooktober, which means that Brooks is here. Spooktober's terrible. I don't think that's uh, gonna stick. <laughs> no, they're also they're all so awful. We've talked about this before. There's no real good uh, name for October, October yeah. and Halloween. They they try to do Rocktober, and this is when Rob Zombie Ew. and Marilyn Manson do very well. Ew. You could do Shocktober. Oh yeah. Shocktober is probably the closest to an acceptable. Wait, shock or shock? Shock. Okay. Shocktober. They should they should go ahead and make the month about testicular cancer, and you can call it Jocktober. I think I already had this idea about Cocktober at one point on the that's podcast. If, that's if we were watching I, porn. Well, no, not necessarily. Just any movie or game with a cock in it. So, like, Boogie Nights you could watch during Cocktober. Watchmen. Because of the big cock at the end. Watchmen, yeah. All that blue cock. <laughs> There's like two movies. That's two. That's like that's, Kevin Bacon you know? hangs dong in uh, Wild Things. <coughs> Bruce Willis shows his dong a little bit in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. These are all facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix has shown his dick like five times. So boom, that's a whole month. And people say that we only care when the boobies are on the screen. Cocking with Joaquin Phoenix. Is that his podcast? That would be the the month we went to. Uh, none of this sounds good, you guys. I've got to be honest. Disagree? I am uh, going it, rogue. I am just it? banding experience grind. I am starting uh, cocky then... with Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? Because uh, I, I can't say this movie's name right. Can't. <laughs> I'll give it up to Brooks. What, what, what are we watching? I call it Trick or Treat. Trick or treat. That's what you say too, right? I, I, except I speed it up so it sounds like trick or treat. Yeah. Trick or treat. Like, it's the actual sound of trick or everybody in the club getting tipsy. Yeah. Treat. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) That was gold. Oh my God. What a specific fucking reference. (laughs) That's all I've got, man. 10 out of 10. That's all I've got. One person enjoyed that. I hope one person did. I did. I know. That's, so, that's that one person right there. That is. No, it, so Trick or Treat, man. <laughs> it is this anthology horror movie, which are reasonably popular mm-hmm. as a genre. Mm-hmm. What year did this come out, Brooks? You have this came info. out in uh, 2007. So it's 11 years old at this December point. December of 2007. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's weird, but it's an indie film. Yeah. I could pick up that vibe. Well... Mm-hmm. Kind of. It was uh, made by Legendary Pictures, uh, specifically written by Michael Doherty, who wrote Godzilla. The new one? Yes. 2016? 
2014? 2014. Yeah. And I think writing and directing the new one, right? Yeah. The the God of Monsters. Yeah, that one. King of the Monsters. Yeah. That'll be baller. This was um, also produced by Brian Singer. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, hard hat. I gave it a little chuckle. Uh-huh. What's their film company? Hard Hat Harry? Something. Is it Bad Hat Harry? Or yeah. Something? Something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care about Brian Singer. Um. <coughs> yeah. Well. So. But I, I I gave a chuckle when I saw that. I was like, oh yeah. That's because you're out of puberty. What a creepo. Yeah. 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 Um. But before we do that, and get deeper into that, Ryan had the idea to. What? Discuss our favorite anthology clip from any of these types of movies? Yeah, uh, a section. What is your favorite section from any anthology? I won't even... I mean, we can stick to horror, but fuck it. If you want to put something in it from like New Year's Eve or whatever, you can. Whatever. It's cool. So any anthology movie, period. Any anthology movie, period. That opens it up a lot for me. But my answer stays the same. Does it? So yeah. you already have an answer. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. you're ready to go. I knew it as soon as Was you said Was this really it. easy? Yeah, All absolutely. Right. And Brooks might agree with me. Uh, Brooks, do you have yours likely, yet? I think so, yes. But, uh, I do. All right. I'm like, all right. Easily my number one favorite anthology short is The Raft from mm-hmm. Creepshow. Yes. That's, that's hands down, man. That, that, mm-hmm. that part fucking freaked me out as a kid. Mm-hmm. It used to terrify me, but in like a good way. Like I, I like to watch it a lot. What is that creep show? That's what that creep was. Show two. Creep show, creep show two. two. Yeah, that one was fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the raft is that's always been my favorite one of those. So and yeah. it was a good short story too. Yes. So it was. So. Um, the thing about that one for me is because <coughs> I was a country farm boy. Uh, those kind of ponds existed for me. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I've and seen them. They were very dirty. I never liked swimming in them. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't do it. Either. I didn't do it. Yeah, you know, I did it. I oh, did. fuck. Yeah, I had. You probably had it. Leeches. You had leeches on you, right? Uh, I never got leeches. You never got leeches. Um, oh, okay. I. I've had leeches. I did. Uh, almost lose a toe to a snapping turtle. Whew. That is some scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's probably that. Yeah, that's the danger nobody considers in these that is. ponds and lakes. Especially, especially turtles. some of those. Uh, some of those really big ones too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, one time, one time I was uh, driving along one day and I just see this, I thought it was a s- large stone in the road. So I got to pick it up and it's a freaking snapping turtle. <laughs> did it, did you get close to its mouth? Uh, no, I grabbed it by the side, moved it off the road. I was nice. like, that's, you know, very nice. I'm conservative minded when it comes to those guys, <laughs> at least, but I also have a healthy respect. So, yeah. But yeah, the raft is that what you're saying too? That's that your one's favorite? that one's that one's my favorite. All right, that's man. the one that stands out in my mind like the most. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember watching it a lot at my aunt's. It yeah. might be one of the other reasons I'm terrified of any water to swim in that's not the pool. Mm-hmm. I don't swim in lakes. I don't swim in ponds. I swim in the ocean. But man, I was flipping out the whole fucking time. I'll tell you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just because mm. I was riding, I was boogie boarding. And you go, you want to go out kind of far, and as you get far out, you're like, "Oh shit, I man. can't see anything below me." What if they're what the fuck's out here? And it's it was North Carolina, so it was choppy and it was real dirty. You couldn't see anything. Lots of sharks. Yeah, you're just like, "Oh man, well, there I could mean, be anything anywhere." And jellyfish, most likely in North Carolina too. They're real bad. Yeah, but yeah, so that that's ours. Do you have one, Ryan? Yeah, um, I love the raft. It's probably it's one of my favorite little Stephen King short. Fi- stories vignettes vignettes sure uh to film that's not like a movie like i like 1402 and some of the other ones that became big movies Mm -hmm. but that's probably my favorite of his for the uh kind of anthology series but my favorite is from the twilight zone movie yep and it is the one by joe dante where the kid oh that one yeah the kid has these powers uh and kind of Makes the cartoons come to life. Yeah, mm-hmm. to kind of haunt and scare his family. Yeah. It's uh, it's whimsical, strangers. dark, yeah. scary. <laughs> it has yeah. great homages to Looney Tunes and classic cartoons, but it's also, again, super dark and fucked up and twisted in a movie that's really mostly kind of light. There's a movie about fucking kicking the can and old people, that's right? That's the Steven Spielberg one, too. That and then you the jump to one. Joe Dante, and yeah. you're just like, oh, shit, we're back to horror now, and... 
I just I've always loved his kind of weird an- energy and the way he shoots horror. I know what Brooks is gonna say. Speaking, here. speaking of that yeah. Twilight Zone movie, which which uh, flight oh. do you like? Oh, easily John Lithgow's yeah, way better. John Lithgow's yeah. was really and I was gonna good. say yeah. in the Twilight Zone anthology movie whatever. Uh, Terror at thirty thousand feet is easily the number one for me. Oh, That's yeah. far and away it's the a, best yeah. one. Yeah, that fucking gremlin is so fucking creeped out, and John Lithgow it's plays good. it to this crazy absurdity level that's just fun. And yeah, yeah, that was oh easily. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, way I better mean, than the Shatner version. I respect Shatner. I cannot watch but that I, one. I'm with that you. Was not a, that's I not respect a, it. I that gremlin I mean, is so awful. It's they just so goofy. Uh, Lithgow the just did it better. Time, yeah. though. It's the he, time. I know, but I still. He looks. He looks like the kind of person that would get crazy on a flight. Too. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. John Lithgow, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was more. It felt. Uh, more real. I don't know if <laughs> William Shatner was necessarily the best cast for that role, but it, I think a perfectly fine episode, iconic episode enough to make mm-hmm. a you know a bit in a movie about. But yeah. Back to that. Then that that kick the can one is terrible, and that's it's the one Steven Spielberg directed. It's too schmaltzy. Terrible tragedy. Too the first schmaltzy. movie, the star died. And those the, two uh, kids. The, mm-hmm. oh shit, the John Landis one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. where they had the Vietnam scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The racist bigot gets sent back in time to yeah, it's rough. his racism from the other side. It's rough. Yeah. It's Deadpool too. Oh yeah. Deadpool had that accent this year. I don't know. It's pretty morbid to talk about on Halloween, guys. Yeah, I don't know why you brought it here, Kyle. I don't either. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> quickly veer off. We Thank have another you. thing I want to do. So I bought these uh really tacky looking malt liquor beverages. Uh one is called Velvet Puma and the other is Golden Panda. I thought we could all kind of give them a shot here and you know, like a sommelier, give our honest thoughts and opinions on these canned malt liquors. Well, so what you're hearing right now is the sound. Oh of... no! 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 We're not going to just describe not going to describe it. Beer that pouring. is the sound of some velvet puma. <laughs> oh, All right, so this is vel- velvet puma. This is the first one. Yeah. Kyle says uh, a trashy design. I say uh, artistic. I kind of like it. Yeah. I kind of dig it. I like trashy. I should state that. I am some, in favor. It's got some playful fonts. I dig it. Oh, it's, it kind of reminds me of uh, cheap firecrackers. So we'll, we'll sip this, and then at a certain point when we finish this, we'll uh, we'll also try out Golden Panda. So, I'll be honest, I've never had malt liquor. You've never had Mickey's or anything? I am uh, surprised <laughs> with how clear it is. It's like champagne. Huh? I like Kind of smells liquor, like man. champagne, too. Ah. Uh. It's weird. I don't taste anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... It's a little. It might be a total ripoff. Probably should it's not have jumped tastes... from Oktoberfest to this with such a it strong kind of, taste. It kind of tastes like. Uh, oh, there's a fruitiness there now. It kind of tastes like that Lacroix uh, sparkling water. You think? Yes. I can. I, I can kind of see that. It's not the greatest. No. 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 And I might have poured us too much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, save the other one for later in the show. Maybe, yeah. We'll That's see. <laughs> we'll yeah. just take a break in the middle of Trick or Treat. So, guys, let's talk about Trick or Treat, man. Because there's... <laughs> there's a lot, too. Yeah, I was going to say, there's surprisingly a lot of ground to cover here. Sort of. Um, Brooks, we should mention again, this was your second request for the month. Yes. I think, did I pick both movies last year? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so this year, or next year, it's on you. Oh, good. So you get to pick both horror movies. You're getting movies. some fucking weird shit. Okay. I'm hey, going, we'll, we'll deep, I'm, I'm like it. zombie ass, toilet of the dead shit. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. weird. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's on you. Evil, Ginger, Evil Ginger Dead Man 6. <laughs> We're not even going to start with the first one. Just, Just jump in into 6. <laughs> I have no context to the story here. <laughs> But yeah, so Trick or Treat. So this is an anthology movie with a bunch of sort of connected shorter stories that are overall connected. It's all set in, a grand in the same story. Yeah, it's all yeah. set in the same town at the same time. Yeah. 
And Halloween see, night being that time. Which uh, I was amazed first and foremost that no matter with it's earlier or later in the night, it's continuously the same amount of pitch black. Like it's the exact dead of night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no stars. It's a little weird. Yeah. Are you talking about the sky or the movie? The sky. Okay. No, the, the, the movie had some, a lot of people I recognized. It yeah. has Anna Paquin. Yeah. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Uh, the, the neighbor to Brian Cox is a dude that I've seen a lot. Kurt of Connors stuff. from yeah. uh, the Spider-Man movies. That's right. Yeah. That uh, dude. Dylan Baker? Yeah, that's it. Nice. Yeah. The uh, the fat kid from Bad Santa. I, I recognize him this time, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, fat kid from Bad Santa that's and exactly Bad Santa, too. Said. That's the only yeah. thing he's been in. So he's in this. Uh, Leslie Bibman. Oh, that's not a name. Which one's married to Judge a- Judd? Nah, Judd Apatow. Leslie Mann? All right, so it's Leslie Bibb. Oh, okay. The yeah. blonde girl At who... At the start. What yes. is she from? So many things. Yeah. I don't know. She's always like a bit part. Yeah, like She pops yeah. up in TV shows. I know Iron Man, like Tony Stark. She was the reporter. Yeah, who had she was a, the, the affair. reporter from uh, Brown. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. He gets it. So she is my bit part. We're we're diving into spoilers here. She is the first death we have. Yes. She's the start of the movie. Yep. This is essentially like the uh the rapper. So most anthologies you have like three to five, twenty, thirty minute short films, and then like a ten minute rapper piece to kind of connect it. This is the rapper. Yep. It is not much to it. Nope. And it's at the start. Yeah, but it it made me reasonably on edge for the beginning of a movie. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that about it. Uh, it did that job very well, and uh, I like the the first fake cutaway where she turns around and there's just the dude standing there staring at her in the mask. Yeah, yeah. and it it really kind of sets that up, and then it's just a kid waiting on his friends to pick him up. Yeah, nice little. God, what took you so long? Yeah, that was a nice little yeah turn on it. Really mm-hmm. like that one. Um, but so I thought it started off pretty strong, man. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, overall I've, beginning. I've been, I enjoyed the beginning. It, you know, kind of sets the tone for how this movie's going to play a little bit. Like some of the things aren't going to be the way you think they're going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, so it's going to be this movie. It's a little bit. I want to say cerebral, but I think that may be too strong of a word for it. Yeah. Because it's not if you're sitting there thinking about it. There's... I'd say more efficient. Yeah. There's also within this little opening scene though like a pretty pretty big jump scare like with the sheet flapping at her like and it makes a big loud noise and it cuts and oh. like that. And so at the same time where it's like yeah, it's cerebral and all this like it also it relies on a lot of tropes. Yeah. It does. This whole it movie does. does. So it kind of sets my my bar a little bit lower, but it's a good kind of set because then i think from this point on it surpasses that bar. it's still fun yeah absolutely it's got a a a very campy fun spirit to it in the editing and the music like it all just the whole the the scares and the gore are there but it still feels whimsical yeah it's like like tales from the crypt or something yeah it if for the person that scares easy it will it will scare them Mm-hmm. For the person who enjoys a good horror movie, it's still entertaining. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I mean, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw my whole hand up here. <laughs> I guess to me, this whole movie seemed like it—it's not a horror movie to me. It's mm. a—it's a love letter from people that love horror movies. It's one of those because nothing. You say I, it's one of those, so then what are what are movies that it? is similar to then the movies that just kind of treat horror like i don't know uh what's that movie with the dude from parks and rec uh it's like krampus krampus right? the same yeah. director is that the same guy it's mike yeah. doherty yeah again if it, it, it never felt like a real horror movie it was mm. like <laughs> i really love horror movies and oh, this is like okay because it, it's filled it's a it's well made and it's it's just would you say horror in the way like well huh What's an uh, what's another example? I don't know. It just like it felt a little kind of cliche, but in a sure. good way. Mm-hmm. But like nothing here was surprising. 
Uh, you kind of felt every beat coming the whole time. The only thing that did surprise me was that the uh, the principal was the mass dude that fell into the coven of werewolves. I thought that was surprising. I didn't, I thought I didn't see that coming. The reveal for his story and his son was kind of an interesting twist. Um, oh, and I didn't yeah. see it coming. And I think there there's a few things. I when the the mass child finally gets his mask taken off, I thought that was kind of surprising because it's like, oh, that's what they went with. Oh, that's weird, but it makes sense. But then it doesn't do anything. That's my big complaint with that whole storyline. Uh, like, it does. He haunts the dude. It does, though. Yeah. But then the leaves. And then what comes immediately the after? It was just fucking with him. It was yeah. showing like. It was showing him like the worst nightmares, whatever, and then it left just to give him a little bit of hope, just to fuck with him just a little bit more. But it's like well, no coincidence; those kids come immediately after. Yeah. So you that, think the the little well, he pumpkin knew, head dude sent him there? He knew. What yeah, was because up. that yeah. didn't know they dude, were there. He was there. Yeah. What was up that other little chick? Was she a thing? What chick? The, the one that left them. The witch. The, she the was. Yeah. Well, they kind yeah. of dance around it, but she's autistic too. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So autistic as well, but not autistic as well as the pumpkin headed kid. No, yeah, the pumpkin head no, no. The pumpkin headed kid was the pumpkin headed uh, it's kind of like this uh omniscient It's the great demonic pumpkin thing. Charlie Brown. Like it's, that's just everywhere it's the, and it's leading. It's the spirit things. of Halloween. Yeah. Or like Loki. It's like like Loki almost. It's just causing mischief and chaos. It's seeing everything and, and just killing up people pieces. that don't adhere to its specific set of Halloween exactly. rules. Yes. You notice though that 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 he stopped harassing uh, Brian Cox's character as soon as he got that candy bar, because written on the walls in blood, red paint, whatever, trick or treat, give me something mm-hmm. good to eat. So, huh? I mean, as soon as he got candy, he was good. Yeah, but he killed the guy's dog, man. That's Do you a, know that he killed the dog? It, you it didn't was, see the dog. I know, it's but implied. it was crying, and it squealed, and then was silent, and we never saw the dog again. What are we oh. arguing here? I don't know. I've lost this train. <laughs> there's no it's train. A, there's it's, no train. It's, it's a, running uh, off the rails. We're, just, right. we're doing the same thing that's happening in the movie, in that it jumps around just a little bit. It does. It's very Tarantino-y. <laughs> very. Well, let's go back to the second story, which takes place right after this and it's the principal coming home right and yep. meeting the fat kid who's stealing the well, candy who steals the candy unlike tarantino where it kind of sticks with one story it's kind of spliced up so you're getting a little bit of anna paquin's story a little bit of the principal's story um and I the think, kids yeah yeah and then they come and then brian cox comes later but yeah. you are kind of getting both of theirs at the same time uh, the principal story, I think, is fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think I like the twist. I like. Um, I like the death of the fat kid. I don't because it's the throw up. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's kind of base and like the noises are like weird and off putting, but like not in a creepy way, but more in like a comical way where it doesn't quite match and it takes me out of like the reality of the movie so then like i don't fucking care we're in silly funny haha land where it's glib and fun to be the killer and the music gets whimsical i don't know it's it's fine dylan baker does a good job i like i really like his performance but the story and everything it's fine it's overall fairly weak i feel i think this is my least favorite of the the four stories I'll, I'll concur there but i have a question for you guys that has been bothering me since i've watched this again last night who was the second body in there it never is explained i have assumed no. maybe his wife uh, it's kind of what i lean towards too <laughs> but it oh, was yeah. wearing because a clown of, hand yeah i mean obviously there's another kid yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know either Maybe it's just there to imply he's done it before. This is just a one-time thing. He's a serial. Oh, yeah. Well, well I mean, it's, I mean, ha- it's happened the same night because the kid yeah. is... Uh, and he goes off oh, the rails sure. that night because well, he tries to kill a lot of people. He gets three bodies. Yeah, he does? He gets three confirmed kills. Yeah. And then goes out to, uh, <laughs> to fucking... fuck around with Anna Paquin for a bit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that shortly. Um, so then What we about have those... you? What are your thoughts on the, the principal's story? Uh, again, I thought the principal was the only surprising thing in the whole thing was when he's the dude in the mask. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that part coming. Um, 
But other than that, I thought it was overall just fairly weak. Just eh. Yeah. It, yeah. It served a purpose, and it was generic serial killer guy. Oh, here's a twist. It's a principal, mm-hmm. but that's not and very exciting. Another twist. twist and... Oh, he's teaching his son how to be yeah. a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. It was just sort of eh. It was yeah. kind of funny <clears throat> Yeah. when the kid was like yelling at him, and he keeps getting frustrated. Yeah. And when dealing with... Yeah, I uh, think... Because you're thinking... Yeah. The, you think he's trying to hide it from the kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best part of that that little short is when he's outside digging the hole with Brian Cox and then the kid in the window. Yeah, I think that that those five minutes or whatever it is, like yeah. that's the best part of this story. Yeah, because it covers a lot of ground yeah. there. It's, I think you know, that's when like things. the the comedy really clicks with it too. Yeah. Like it kind of you kind of you kind of understand it's going not yeah. a serious movie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but. Had you guys ever seen this movie before? Yes. I guess I should have asked I, I that. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it before. Uh, I've seen it a few times. My brother-in-law uh, showed me this film, and I fell in love with it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I was like, I I like it, like, a lot, so. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. You you feel the same way, Ryan? <laughs> um, I won't say how I felt this time, but yeah. I definitely did. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, for my first time, it was fair enough. I was kind of ready for it to end and uh, maybe a segment before, but... Oh, okay. Um, That's kind of where it seems like the natural conclusion. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the Anna Paquin stuff wraps up, the, the principal stuff wraps up, but then it keeps going with the neighbor now all of a yeah. sudden. And I, it just doesn't seem... Earlier that night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would have been really cool had they uh, just maybe left it at him getting attacked from the window, but... You got Brian Cox. I guess you're going to use yeah. Brian Cox. Yeah. I kind of get that too. So yeah. That and even with that extra segment, this movie only... It's 82, it's 82 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 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 So it kind of needs the, <laughs> yeah. the help it can to get over the finish line. Um, So we have that. So we have Anna Paquin. She shows up. Mm-hmm. Anna Paquin. Uh, Lauren Lee Smith. I, I don't know. I didn't know any of the other ladies. I did not know the three other lady, ladies yeah. either. Yeah. Um, and I can't. I yeah, I can't remember the other two. What is she from? Uh, she was from this movie. I can't remember the name of it, but there was a lot of sex in it. Oh, was it *Nymphomaniac*? <laughs> no, it was uh, probably earlier than that. Oh, yeah, I can't remember exactly um, what it was. <coughs> but yeah, so Anna Paquin is the <coughs> we find out nerdy sister. Not nerdy, just I would sheltered, introverted. Sure. She doesn't yeah. like going out. Yes. And she doesn't know how to get a man, which we're led to believe is impossible because she's so hot. And Paquin's not hot. All right. Yeah. I'm throwing that out there. I am know. I, am I in the corner here? Am I by No, myself? I mean, I just... It's, Some this, people this have different tastes. Sure, I respect that. It's, no, I, I kind of have a thing for Anna. A lot of people but, do. You know. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, why why start controversy where there is none? It's cool. there's not there's not. It's cool. Anna Paquin can be hot for some, and yeah, not she got for naked others. a lot in the Vampire Diaries. And what is it? Then I don't know. True Blood. True, True Blood. Blood. So many vampires. This one you're is not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> this one is the twist though. See, she's not a vampire. Right. She's a werewolf. Well, it's all right. So, good lord, the way you fucking describe things, you just immediately jump to the fucking. So, six cents. Uh, let's her off. Uh, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> um, he's a ghost. The fuck? God damn. The art here is like Tommy Wiseau. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Well, take over. You go. Fuck, man. All right. So it's uh, she, <laughs> she's sheltered. You know, she's introverted. Uh, she's a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I do a goofy laugh too. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. So talk so to me about it. So you she like this is one, out right? with her girls. I yeah. I from it's no spoiler from here on out. I like the rest of them. I I the the prince one. Eh, I'm not into anymore. But this the other ones are fine. But so. All right. You have the four girls. They're going out on the town to party. She's never been out, and they're kind of breaking her in. I think it's casually dropped. She's a virgin, you know, yeah. and they rebuttal and give her a hard time about this. Meanwhile, in this same story, there's a vampire going around hunting on other women, feeding on them, draining their blood, all this shit. And the stories converge when she finds the man to bring to their little outdoor soiree by the campfire. 
uh, and the man happens to be the vampire we've seen killing girls. So the entire time, you think it's leading up to her being a victim, possibly. And it leads you to think that because she also gets attacked yeah. by him. Yeah, off camera you hear screaming and all this. And then the twist is they're all werewolves. But the movie It was does... really cool when it's him that gets thrown into the yeah. uh, the campfire. Yeah, because yeah. he's got the red cape around and she was dressed up as Red Riding Hood. So you don't quite know who it is yet. And then it's a good little reveal. I really like the line that he gave, what big eyes you have. Yeah, <laughs> and that's... the irony in that. This, well, yeah, this, that's, that's a they, nice thing, They too. fucking really... They do a good job of leading up to this and dropping hints. Because they also refer to, like, the group of girls as, like, a pack. Like, they're going on the hunt tonight. Like, and she they, was the weakest of the pack. She was she the, the runt, runt, runt of the right? Yeah. You know? And they, they drop all these hints. And then, like, the little boy in the dressing booth at the beginning, he's in a wolf costume. Yeah. Like looking at the girl. So like they they it's real smart how they laid it up. And then the twist is revealed and you get to see I think I'll, I'll be honest, it was probably one of the smartest tales. Fantastic in that movie. uh it was a nice transformation, transformation scene. Yeah. It was done right. by the guy and that I'm did, with you. Uh, I'm with you. Rise of the Lycans. And at the same oh, time yeah. it was also yeah. it's also I mean, I wanna say that I've read where there is a tr- kind of transformation it's of the, werewolf where they rip the skin off. That's Those what I really liked about it. Yeah, right? skinwalkers. It was really cool. They pulled the skin. Like, she grabs her calf and just rips off yeah. the bottom half of her leg, and it's a hairy werewolf leg underneath. Yeah. That was really cool, man. Yeah, and then the the one that's like a full wolf beside her as she's eating down on this guy. Oh, yeah. Just, it's, it's, like a, a, it's like a good animatronic like puppet. It like, was very yeah. unsettling. It was cool. I thought they did it for such a low-budget movie. Like I was like, that's a pretty decent fucking effect. Yeah. Even like yeah. 11 years later it still it's held like, up pretty well yeah i mean that's kind of you know like american werewolf in london-esque yeah yeah well i thought so, that was nice is that they primarily went pretty practical on most of the effects yeah, yeah. and that really Not too much did CG. help it hold up at least to this later viewing over a decade later so yeah, yeah. it could um, have had a what uh american werewolf in paris cg yeah man. you know that just really aged poorly or, always go practical yeah when you can yeah but yeah, um, I don't know. Man. What 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 are your thoughts on this? I really I liked it, man. Like I said, I thought it was a nice twist. I love the transformation scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just because I don't personally like Anna Paquin, I mean, I, oh it was, yeah, it was yeah. fine. I mean, that's not gonna detract anything from it. And honestly, for being the the focus of this one, she doesn't really talk that much. No, at all. She doesn't do much acting. I'd say she has as much screen time as like the other girls in her pack do. Fair. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, I would think given Anna Paquin a role was at the time Blood when she was big yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine they would have given her like I mean, much more pretty, time. Pretty big. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been finishing up around that time, or um, was it around, around no, it was it? it was still going. I think this was early on when it was getting real big, though. Yeah, this was like the height of it i don't know i don't know when the height of that show was i'm not gonna talk like you know <laughs> fucking true blood the height of true blood who fucking cares well, it's true blood <laughs> fan number one yeah mm-hmm. i hope we get that listener this week the on true our blood Facebook fan group. number true, one true blood fan no one yeah message tell us, us. Who you are please. yeah and tell us uh tell us your favorite true blood episode so we can probably not care uh, i've seen one episode of that show in my entire life i've seen two seasons and none it's not good there are there are some smart bits, but it is a wash and like a sea of average. Garbage. What I remember is Nothing. that at one point there was a huge controversy because in the last season one of the characters is dressed up and says, "Look at me, I'm a Republican." <laughs> is that right? That's a fucking written piece of dialogue that is spoken on that show. Jesus, uh, who? All right, so I wish I had my smartphone on me right now because I would look up who Alan Ball. Fuck it, don't need to Alan Ball. Is the guy who wrote and directed like the first episode of True Blood and then went on to be the showrunner for True Blood. And he's the one making these Republican comics and all these these weird fucking statements. He, if you did not know this, was also the screenwriter for American Beauty, to which they kicked him out and rewrote his script. And like his original script apparently had Kevin Spacey dying much, much earlier on in the movie. And then his ghost was going to haunt the characters and fucking give them advice and grow as a person, but in his dead corporeal form. That's so dumb. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what American Beauty almost was until he got forced out and a massive rewrite was ordered. Bam. And that guy went on to be given eight seasons of True Blood. The world, right? <laughs> it's just the unfair. <laughs> it's unfair. So Sorry. What do we have? We tangented. Let's get back. We have one more series uh, of stories. Two more? Two more. What else? Please. Right. So we have the uh, the kids. Yes. Uh, they go around collecting jack-o'-lanterns. You first witness them uh, in the principal story. Yep. They're collecting jack-o'-lanterns to offer up as a tribute mm-hmm. to uh, this site of an accident where these uh mentally deficient children yes just trying to find the most a bus driver of a short bus drives off a cliff with the kids of a short bus inside yeah you make your own assumptions chained up inside chained up it's pretty fucked up it's pretty fucking brutal man yeah i'm like i i was i i'll i'll freely admit i was not comfortable Uh -uh. with this movie no yeah because i like that the kid that kids kept saying wrong way yeah. Wrong way. I felt so terrible, man. I did too. I mean, it's like, I, I legitimately feel for that kid because, you know, it's like, All right. they know. So, summary. We're, sorry, I derailed it. So, the bus drives off the cliff and they're going to pay homage with the, the pumpkins. Right. And they brought along a... Savant. Yeah, they say, do they say an idiot savant specifically? Yeah, I think they do say idiot savant in, okay. in the movie. I don't know um, that part, but I'll take but they said, yeah, they said that she's a, they, they think she's a savant. She carved like a whole bunch of pumpkins. Oh yeah, because she carved all the pumpkins. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and the way she just acts is like, uh, she starts talking about Halloween and just off the rail a little bit to the kid next to her i like your eye patch yeah (laughs) yeah she just she doesn't quite fit in she's awkward and what ends up happening is it's all a trick for them to get her out there and scare her yeah essentially they're just making fun of her and it turns out the the story that they were peddling and trying to scare her with is real and she gets to watch them all be eaten by the demon ghost monster remnants of the, the children kid. from well, she gets to hear that the school because bus. she goes back up on the elevator well she's going up no, but she can when she's going down out. though and i really like that shot where they have oh. three pumpkins mm-hmm. and the kids are down there blowing them out and screaming yeah that was a really good touch i like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when she goes to investigate and she's running back and the little fat kid was in on it and he's getting his intestines eaten out at first Mm-hmm. fucking that was another i was like holy shit it really it caught me off guard you thought it was real it like she did me out it, mm-hmm. it was very nicely done because i thought at first they were fucking with her and then when i saw the kid that was getting eaten i was like holy shit man they're not and, fucking with yeah, her. oh wait they are fucking i know so they were fucking with me too and they knew how mm-hmm. to take it that further step yeah. to convince me very nice well well righty and when Indeed. i watched that the first time i followed that same logic mm-hmm. yeah but then it turns yeah. out that it is all a giant trick on this chick, mm-hmm. and she sort of snaps, and she's also had a crush on the big kid the whole time. Yeah. Well, which not, is why uh, she, yeah, went, I a, think a quick crush because it's probably the only boy that's showed her attention, and yeah. so he just talks to her and is nice for a few minutes, and she well, attaches I mean, him real quick. Even still, he was still kind of one of the nicer ones because he's yeah. also the first ones, and that's yeah, that says, "Come on, guys, let's knock it off." Especially yeah. after she gets hurt. Mm-hmm. That's why I like this. I like, in I one, any kind of horror, especially short horror, that's uh, morality-based. It's, if you do this, you're bad and you'll be punished in a certain way. Because, mm-hmm. uh, because you made fun of this girl, now you are punished. And I really love when they just go for it. And even if that person is nice... Yeah, you're still part of it. You were in on it. You did it. You're punished. It's the same with uh, "Drag Me to Hell" and how that movie ends. And you're like, you really want her to live. She's changed, but she hasn't quite changed yet. And she she didn't. So immediately. And so it's that that vicious morality, just back to earth. Nope, you're you're done. Like you fucked up. You made a bad choice, and now you're punished. Like I love that. This is my favorite. Of all the anthologies. This one is, yeah. This one is my favorite. I like it because... Putting my flag in it. 
Paris Hilton Jr. gets taken out. <laughs> Paris Hilton. And she definitely needed it. Yeah, she definitely did. She got her comeuppance. Uh, I felt kind of mm. bad for a little fat kid, but he was part of it too, so. Yeah, especially because I, I don't know. He's, he sold being scared on the elevator with her real well. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think he was kind of scared. Oh, well, yeah. And then he did die. I mean, it was a creepy died. place to go to, man. Yeah. It is. It is. And just, again, how fucked up that backstory and those shots were. Like, what fucking imagery those chains yeah on those kids and that one like you said the runaway kid like pulling so hard that like the blood's coming and he's ripping his hands off loving and then he's the one that sets it over yeah and then fantastic and that's a great shot when it follows the bus over oh yeah fantastic shot yeah Yeah. slowly follows it Mm -hmm. like you see the bus and it's like the camera's not like drastically moving it's still slowly going over and then it's you see the bus sinking. It's 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 obviously some CG trickery, but like it's seamless. It's it's yeah. a cool continuous oneer. Mm-hmm. Great shot. This movie uh, also apparently this town has the biggest Halloween parade ever. Yeah, that was a huge fucking parade. That that scene with the vampire dude, that was pretty much like a shot for shot remake of I know what you did last summer. You guys uh, that? Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know it well enough to connect the two. That's exactly what it looked like to me. I don't yeah. know if it actually was a shot-for-shot shot remake, mm-hmm. I should clarify, but it, it definitely... Played, it played with that. It was like, bit, oh, yeah. this is exactly like... Dude, did we ever see what this town was or where it was? Did they it's, give any uh, clues? Yeah, they. Uh, it's uh, Warren Valley, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. okay. That's say, I know okay. it's like somewhere Midwest. All so. right. It's... Says fictional town. So well, sure. So, um, but I know. <laughs> that, I know surprised. on the news. I'm, I know on the newscast they did mention the town name. Okay. Oh, yeah. So good, the, the good, newscast good is another one that just it shows up two or three times. It's it's mm-hmm. part of the stitching. Well, and also uh, yeah. the two two of the news crew are ones that get eaten by the oh, werewolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go with those yep. chicks. Yeah. Those dumb. Oh, those poor guys. Yeah. Those, ah. <laughs> I forgot. So everything ties in <laughs> oh, in this man. movie. I forgot that's the news one, guys. That's one of the best things them. about this movie is that it is. you'll see characters from other movies and also through each, just about each story, you see like the, the two characters from the beginning. Yeah, There's the a little kids bump into them. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a movie the version, first, like first a vampire horror movie, victim, Development. The person that the victim runs into uh, is the chick in the robot costume from the beginning of the yeah. movie, yeah. and her husband. So I mean, it's just like I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got and they the, get punished yeah. because he says she's just drunk and continues and leaves her. Yeah. The yeah. one that's getting help. So what is this last one? This is. The final stitch that's... The last one is Mr. Krieg, the neighbor of uh, the principal. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Versus the evil dead himself. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, a little bit evil dead, a little bit uh, pet cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets a visit from, according to Wikipedia... The it's character's prob- name... Oh, it's Jack O'Lantern or something. No. Uh, because they call the... Uh, uh, like... The name of Halloween officially is like Samhain or something like that. So uh, the oh, character's yeah, so name, is Sam. His name is Sam. That's... Oh, brilliant. Okay. So... Who looks like a Jack O'Lantern. Who is yeah? So he's the embodiment of Halloween. He is and the he, spirit. His his face is like a little jack o' lantern monster face, but he also has this. He also this has a bag burlap bag burlap bag with button eyes. Yeah, he looks like a demonic version of Sackboy from Little who, Big Planet. Who you see in ev- he's another one you see in every story. Story. Yeah, yeah he's the the crypt keeper of including this universe. the flashback <clears throat> of the mentally deficient kids mm-hmm. bus story mm-hmm. so he's he's sitting there poking a dead crow on the side of the oh, road oh yeah that's right so <laughs> but uh so he attacks brian cox though because yes. brian cox runs off trick-or-treaters and is uh, generally a bit of a dick to everybody <laughs> that's a bit of an understatement and 
He sets his dog loose on the on the trick or treaters. Well, and he's also the fucking bus driver that killed eight yeah. kids yep. in yeah. nineteen fifty whatever. So that's the twist to this story yeah. is that he was the bus driver that got away who and went down he's with so all weird those about kids. Halloween. Yes, yeah. which is a brilliant touch because at this point, when he gets you know tortured and you know terrorized throughout the night by Mister Sam, uh, you don't feel as bad. Because he has it fucking coming. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 good. <laughs> yeah. And it's just fun. This is, I think, one of their fun ones where it gets to cut loose. It gets to you get to see some cool effects. I love uh, Sam's little candy bar exacto blade well, it knife. Play, it plays oh, it plays yeah, with yeah, yeah. the all all the Halloween tropes of checking your candy. Yeah, you know, yeah. You got the razor blade and the candy bar. Mm-hmm. You got the glass and the candy. Uh, you know, they even, had like uh, when he fell on his hands, there was all the like the syringe needles, right? Yeah, and, like all yeah. Of those. And it, even ugh. the candy itself, he makes into the weapon that yeah, he eventually. Which I love that slow shot of him peeling it, and Brian Cranston's like very inquisitive. And Cox. as soon as he like, did I say Cranston? Yeah, yes. he did. Fuck, he's he's the better Brian. Brian Cox is uh, just watching, just like in awe. As he's doing it, and as soon as it's revealed to be a knife, he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, yeah, just that slow, after, slow build up. After he gets his Achilles tendon cut, oh yeah, yeah. he does. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah, an, that's another good one. And then yeah. he falls down. Man, yeah, the Brian Cox story was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I didn't understand what the fuck the thing was doing, but then you guys explained to me exactly what he was doing, and it makes all the sense in the world mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I was just like, "Why did it just get the fuck up and leave?" Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was in control of those dead kids, or or guiding them. I don't know sure. about and controlling. So, yeah. I don't so, know what the. So right. what you think is actually the closing shot of the of a is you see you see uh, more kids come up to the door, uh, trick or treaters. He answers the door. He's all beat up, wrapped up, and everything. Kid says, "Nice mummy costume." Yep. As he hands them, candy. oh, that was pretty funny. And then you see Sam out by the tree and his. On his, you know, in his yard, just kind of watching, I guess, making sure that he's still doing that stuff. What you, and then it pans across, you see the house from the opening of the movie with the chick blowing out the candle, put, trying to put away all the Halloween decorations. Oh, yeah, and Sam runs over there. And that's where the movie starts. Mm-hmm. So you think, okay, well, we're back here again. So he goes, Back into, you know, Brian Cox goes back into his house, and then all of a sudden, door knocks again. Like, immediately, though. Immediately. And, and that's then, when I knew, I was like, oh, shit, something's up. Yeah, and then mm. it's the kids from the bus. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, dude. It was a nice little link. It was. Yeah. You know? And the little kid in the vampire mask says, trick or treat. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, they said the name of the movie. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, it was. <laughs> that's I, all I got. It, like I said, I I I enjoyed everything up up to it. So like this was a fun movie for me all the way through. All right, well, good. So you still recommend it now? I still recommend it now. Okay. Um, it's I mean even if even if you're not big into scary, I don't think there's enough there to be too scary. Hmm. I mean some people some people will be scared about it, but I think for horror movies. It's not as much of a horror movie. Like I said, it is a love for it. It's a love letter to horror movies. It is, but it's an enjoyable love letter, not like a sappy, you know. Well, what do you guys say we rank this and shut the fuck up and get out of here? Rank it? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Well, what I mean by that, on a scale of one... Oh, gotcha. ...to ten individually wrapped snicker bars that are the size of your thumb, what would you rate this movie? Ten of those being Love the how best. Specific your description is. Well, that's that's a trick or treat. It's a trick candy. or treat candy. It's the little makes, bitty ones that you give sense. out to the kitties. I know, but I love that you described the length of it. It's about the size of your thumb. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Continue. Well, so what would you guys rate it on that scale? I'd give it an eight. An eight, a solid eight. Solid eight for me. It's a well done movie. Um, like I said, not as much horror as it is a love letter to it, but it's they tie it ties all the stories together and there's not that many loose ends they tie they get you get closure on just about everything 
Yeah, and I, I think I think there's closure on that second body in the principal story. I just, don't, I just know don't know. I don't yeah. know where it is. There might be. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll I'm leaning towards that. It's the wife. Yeah. Well, no, I can't lean towards that because it's a kid. I know. It's a clown hand, but you know, I'm pretty sure there's closure there. I just ha- I just missed it. What about you, Ray? Um, I'm surprised at Brooks's score. Because I'm also going to give it an 8, and I thought he was going to be higher with his uh, kind of a few cent talk of the movie. But uh, I, for the same reasons, it is it is not quite as horror or scary as I would like. Um, it does rely on the tropes, but I think it does it in a fun, kind of winking, knowing way. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes across, for the most part, all the time. Um even the 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 principal story which i'm not crazy about it's still good like it's not done poorly it's just not not as inventive or as creative as the other three stories are i think and that's where the that's where the goods are so i think it's i think it's a solid eight movie fantastic editing it's never boring fun entertaining and light enough and comical and whimsical enough like you can show it to people who aren't straight horror people yeah Eight. I say seven, but for the exact same reasons, it just didn't uh, affect me mm-hmm. as hard as it did you guys. But still a fine movie. Well edited, well shot. Mm-hmm. Tells a cohesive story. Perfectly executes what a movie should be. That's what I got. Nice. So, that said, that is the last of our Halloween movies. Yeah. That your choice was this that year. That my choice yeah. was this year. Now, I've granted I've had a couple choices since, you know, yeah. since we started this whole thing. Yeah. But we determined off air that next year would be Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's yes. choosing next year. <laughs> he claims he's getting weird with it. I mean, not and weird, I will, but I'm definitely going to pick movies that nobody has seen who uh, watches this podcast or uh, listens to this podcast. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I am too. But uh, I got nothing else to say, man. Uh, watch Trick or Treat if you can find it. I would have rather watched it for free than spent three bucks on it. But even still, it was a fine time. That's just me Boo. being semantic. Ah. Boo this man. I spent $10 on Hereditary. Uh, and you're going to complain about a $3 <laughs> Trick or Treat. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got, got me, folks. <laughs> he's got me dead to rights. At least it was Saturday night. I think it was even more. Probably. Yeah. Huh. Here's the thing. That movie. Thanks, buddy. I had a good time. I'm glad you did. I did. <laughs> you guys should have went with mine and gone to see Upgrade. I saw that later and had wished I'd gone opening night instead of waiting. <laughs> well, guys, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brooks. And uh, happy Halloween to all of you. Catch you next time. Ooh. <laughs> I really what the hell is the upgrade? I do too. Go ahead, buddy. Um, it's. <laughs>